Hello, my name is Dr. Ham Singh. Welcome to my podcast, The Dentist Profit Playbook, How to Grow Your Face Aesthetics Business. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about operations there. So it's not a direct, obviously, relation to marketing, but it is going to be a critical element when you are growing your facial aesthetics business, when you're scaling up, you need to have operations in place there. So let's have a look at the definition first of all. So operations is to create resilient and efficient systems, allowing you to focus on what you enjoy. So creating resilient and efficient systems, allowing you to focus on what you enjoy. So you need to look at what systems you need now and in the future there. So with the um, business operations, um, there's numerous pillars that we um, need to look at. And we've covered some of these in our previous um, podcast and we will be covering some of these in our future podcast. So there are 10 um, operational pillars. The first is um, metrics and reporting, then data management, then operations and execution, growth, strategy and planning, special projects and programs, changes and communication, money, people, and collaborations. I'm gonna go through those 10 again. So number one, metrics and reporting. Number two, data management. Number three, operations and execution. Number four, growth. Number five, strategy and planning. Number six, special projects and program. Number seven, changes and communication. Number eight, money. Number nine, people. And number 10, collaboration. There. So as I said, um, we've gone through some of these in previous podcasts and the ones I'm not going to be covering today will be covered in a future podcast. What I want to talk about is your CRM system, customer relationship management or client relationship management there. So basically, what is your email um, support program in terms of where do you keep all your data in terms of lead generation, patients' emails, and then you can segment that into lists so you can send appropriate emails. So, for example, a simple thing you would do is maybe all your toxin patients, you would have one list, all your dermal filler patients. If you've got a special offer on dermal fillers, you could target those dermal filler patients. Also, you could obviously target those toxins. They may be interested in dermal fillers. So you want to segment your list. So you need a CRM system there. There's numerous ones about. Um, you've got the high end, such as um, HubSpot and Infusionsoft. And in the middle of the road, you've got MailChimp, Constant Contact there. And so I would say start off with the middle of the road, MailChimp, um, and constant contact and then if you feel you need a bit more superior one with a bit more um, bells and whistles for a better word then you can upgrade to hubspot or infusion soft there so what is your crm system using and you need to segment it and it's easier when you first start so those guys that haven't got a crm system you're in a better position because when you add your patients, you can tag them and segment them. Okay, this is a toxin patient, this is a dermal filler patient or both, or skin patient, et cetera, et cetera. If you are already using a CRM, CRM system and you tag um, your patients, that's all good. Well done, top of the class. If you haven't tagged them, then obviously you will need, depending on your patient list, you will need to go through each individual one, but it's worth the headache and heartache because once you get them into segments, it's much easier 
to manage your email campaign, but also with your CRM system, you can see who opens your email, how many times they open it, how long they spend on that email. So for example, if we had an offer on dermal fillers, and I see a particular patient that's um, opened that email five or six times, then I may get my front of desk to ring it to say, um, did you get that email? Do you think, do you want to take up this offer? Because obviously no one's going to read an email six or seven times unless they're really interested. So CRM system, start off with either MailChimp or Constant Contact. Um, obviously there are others available as well. Those are the ones I know of, used or had past experience of. And then the Rolls-Royce would be your HubSpot and Infusionsoft. Then obviously accountancy purposes, you'll need um, obviously your business banking. And then we um, tie in with Zero. So it makes it easier for accountants and bookkeeper to manage and see and create management monthly reports. So retirement with zero. Also, um, you can use something called Receipt Bank, which same again is tied into your zero and your accountancy packages. So let's say you're out and about and you have a cup of coffee and it's a business expense, and then you can take a picture of that and send it to Receipt Bank there. So that's what I use myself there. Um, going back to CRMs, as I said, the most important thing is segmenting this, tagging contacts. It takes care of GDPR in terms of if people want to unsubscribe, um, they are all GDP compliant there. And as well as tagging contacts, obviously you can put tags in when they attended, if they referred any patients, when was their last treatment, are they overdue appointment? Um, that's the power of your CRM system. And it's actually our marketing engine for our existing patients to upsell cross-sell and down-sell. So I mentioned upsell, cross-sell, down-sell. What are those terms? So upselling is someone that's maybe had dermal filler treatment and you upsell um, toxin treatment. So you're having adding extra treatment. Cross-sell could be they may have come in for dermal fillers or their nasal labor, but they actually really need um, mid-facial cheek fillers. So you're cross-selling, okay, you probably will see, still need some filling the nasal enables, but let's do your cheeks first to add that volume and get some lifting capacity. And down, so could be these are for the dentist, let's say a patient comes in, um, says they've lost volume in their cheeks, you look in their mouth and they've got um, all their back teeth missing. No amount of filler is gonna be able to restore that bone that's been resolved because of teeth loss. So it could be dental implants, bridges, um, dentures for that patient. That's what's a, a um, down sell is they've come in for something but actually that is not the right solution but as i said as well as obviously talking to your patients and doing your upsell cross sell and down sell you can also use your crm system um, to send them targeted campaigns and the point of this we are looking at the customer or patient lifetime value so anyone that works for me in my clinics i will say imagine a patient's coming in and tattooed to their forehead is £7,000. That's how much that patient on average is worth to us. For example, our patients will spend on average £1,000 a year and they will stay with us for seven years. So any phone call, email, walking, they're not a nuisance. They have got a check for us for £7,000 is in their pocket. They're waiting to give us their money. It's up to us to convince them, obviously in an ethical way, to say we are the best for them, we want your money. Obviously you physically say you want money there. Also then you need to look at your practice management systems in terms of appointment booking, what system do you use for that? Um, I use um, a clinic software, also I have my Google Calendar, 
that um, all my team members have access to so they know if I'm in meetings or I'm unavailable, they don't want to phone me and they know where the spaces are. Then we have um, work um, flows as well. So we use Trello and Slack. This is really good for work-based projects uh, to show people where they are, what they're supposed to do. And it's much easier than following an email to where you may have to go back about seven, eight weeks to find actually the original email. Here is all a continuous thread. And the last bit I want to talk about is obviously your appointment operations. You need to have a system a script, a template that allows for all possible eventualities regarding appointments. And everyone needs to stick with it. And what I find from my experience, the team are actually very good at sticking it, is the clinician who butts in, goes against the trend of bark and gives patients a leeway. Obviously, as a clinician, business owner, yeah, you have the final say, but just imagine you've spent time devising this template, the script, the team are following it and you don't follow it not going to be a very good leader. So you need to have a template on certain things. What happens if a patient turns up late? What is our protocol operations? How late can they turn before we say we can't see them? Cancellations, how do you deal with cancellations, whether it's over 24 hours or within 24 hours? Fail to attend, if a patient doesn't show, what is your policy? Do you charge them, give them one grace? Pre-appointment call, if you do a pre-appointment call, if you listen to our previous podcast, we do it, who is going to do it and when. Emergency slots, obviously it's not too bad with facial aesthetics, but have you got leeway if a patient does need to see you on the same day? And then what do you do at the end of each visit regarding their next appointment? So there's no right or wrong answers to all these um, different scenarios. You've got to sit down with your team work out the template, the policy, the protocol, and as I said, stick to it. So turning up late, cancellations, no-shows, be appointment call, emergency slots, be booking your next appointment. Hopefully you enjoyed um, this podcast on operations. What do you need now, systems? What do you need for the future to allow you to do what you do best, treating patients as smoothly and as effortlessly as possible? but look at your system, especially your CRM, your email database.